I'm Raghav. I'm David. I'm Michael. And this is the What's a Tech Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the What's Tech Podcast. Today, we're here to talk about the new movie, Tech to Pikachu. Uh, we got the regular crew along with our friend Harsh. Hey, guys. Um, thanks for having me back. Yeah, absolutely. And so I feel like the, what we're going to start out with is just each of us are going to give our general impressions of the, the film. Uh, it's going to be like a, just a spoiler-free, you know, maybe like one or two sentences of what we feel. And then after that, we'll then start getting to spoiler territory and sort of uh, do a little deep dive into like how we felt about the film and Pokemon's cultural impact. So uh, being the gracious person I am, I'll start with myself. Um, in general, uh, I thought Detective Pikachu was like fun. I think that's all you could really say about it is like, it was just like a fun hour and 40 minutes. The Pokemon is really what uh, stole the show, the way it was designed and how it was so well executed. Um, and of course, Ryan Reynolds' performance as Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu is honestly like where all of the humor of the movie came from. But overall, I'd say uh, I'm glad I saw it. It's, you know, a great callback to my childhood. Um, but I really wouldn't have, you know, go into it with too high expectations. Well, yeah, no, and to go off that, no, I absolutely would say it is 100% a nostalgia trip. It is, it absolutely struck a chord with the child in me. It's just, it's a fun movie. If you're an artist or if you're a creator of any kind, the work that went into the animation takes your breath away. I mean, I completely agree. Um, even just to go off of that, like I had a couple of people ask me like, oh, what what you think of the movie? Um, did you like it? Things like that. Um, what I basically said is don't go into the movie expecting the biggest blockbuster or like the best movie ever. Just go into it as a kid thinking you're watching a Pokemon movie and just enjoy it for what it is. And I feel like you'll just get the most enjoyment out of it if you just, like you said, get that nostalgic feeling and just like enjoy how the Pokemon look like, like having this full universe that you dreamt of as a kid come to life. Yeah, no, it was super solid. I definitely enjoyed that as a film. Uh, like everyone else mentioned, brought me back to the nostalgia days of going to see the uh, the first Pokemon movie and uh, Pokemon the movie 2000. And uh, overall, yeah, definitely recommend it. <laughs> definitely go check it out in theaters we are not sponsored by detective pikachu so see it or don't we, we don't care um but so i think something and it's interesting that all of us mentioned nostalgia because all of us really we grew up with pokemon i mean we were we were a part of that like you know when that thing was like a huge craze with like yellow and red and blue and silver and gold and i think that really is kind of why the movie was sort of like a uh, like a win in, in like my eyes is because I feel like the only thing that this movie needed to get right was how the Pokemon looked and acted and sounded. And honestly, I have no flaws with any of it. Like this is the kind of movie where it could have gone so wrong if they hadn't designed it well, <laughs> Sonic. Um, and, and so I think that, you know, that really satisfied for me. I'd say the design is something that every, like, I think if you, whether you're like a huge fan or like, you know, just, uh, just a general movie goer, I think you'd be like generally pleased with it. And uh, in what ways did you guys, in what ways do you think the movie specifically played off of uh, like Pokemon's like nostalgia? Oh no, it definitely, I mean, we're getting into spoiler territory here, right? Oh yeah, spoilers. Okay, yeah, no, it definitely, I mean, it's Mewtwo Strikes Back with a couple of episodes <laughs> of the anime thrown in. Really, it's, you can't have a more nostalgic plotline for Pokemon. At least for our generation. 
I mean, I grew up with Pokemon Gold being my first video game. I, mom came home one day, surprised me with the Game Boy Color and Pokemon Gold. I sat there and played that thing for three days straight. Uh, but yeah, no, that that plot line, the characters, the colors, I mean, all the Pokemon you see, it's mostly Gen 1. I mean, unless anyone wants to correct me. A lot of the ones they definitely focused on, I'd agree, is definitely like genuine, like the one, like the Pokemon that really played like a like a, a role in the film wasn't like a backdrop. I, I certainly agree with but that. I, I don't think Greninja was Gen 1. No, right. that's what you said mostly. Greninja was Gen yeah. 4, Torterra was Gen 4. That's what I'm saying, because you saw a lot of We saw Totodile, that's Gen 2. Um, so there was, there was a bunch, but I'd like, like he said, I definitely would say it's a majority of, uh, gen gen one at least i like in general for the movie for me it's like we like just talking about that whole nostalgia feeling it's like being able like at least for me like when you when i like when i at least for me besides i was never much of a person who watched the anime or per se or when it was on cartoon network at the time because it was on cartoon network right for a bit yeah it was, it was first on um they first had it on like kids fox wb kids, right yeah fixed, oh, oh they did have it on fox kids for like a brief moment then it was on kids wb then it moved to cartoon network and now it plays on like disney xd for some yeah, reason but I, I wasn't much for the tv series at the time i always enjoyed the games and if it wasn't for the games like i would always especially like n64 days when pokemon stadium was around and stuff like that like you bet your ass that me and my friends were playing that like religion almost in a way and like to see especially in the one the one part of the movie where they have like the whole battle scene of the pokemon actually battling each other in like a realistic format of like how they animated it and everything i was like holy shit that's awesome yeah no i mean like Hirsch had mentioned, I mean, I, I think when I had watched it, I had seen at least six episodes from the anime were were reflected in the uh, in the movie. Not to not to include obviously the first Pokemon movie, um, Mewtwo Returns, and I don't know. To me, it was just it was very well done. It they did a really good job with hitting nostalgia boner. They definitely hit the uh important nostalgia episodes like the one where um well yeah it's polar territory so around the time when when pikachu got clocked and uh tim started crying over him you know very similar to uh the end of you know pokemon the the first pokemon movie and uh just overall it's like a lot of the scenes that were done were very nostalgic and i think they they did a very good job with that because they knew the age group that was going to come see it not only was going to be kids uh because since i work at a music school a lot of kids have asked me like oh dude did you see the pokemon movie and uh obviously i spoiled it for all of them but <laughs> as um, you should have especially especially that one kid that spoiled endgame for me <laughs> what an that asshole kid got, that, that kid that kid got it but, I, hope that, um, I hope that father beat him actually no I, no, <laughs> no parent should ever do that to their kid unless they deserve it which that kid did but yeah um <laughs> but yeah i mean overall uh they, they did a good they did a good job with it and people the kids kids have been hyped about it but i've seen more adults be like man you see the pokemon movie you see the pokemon movie and i'm like yeah no i saw it it was it was good so i think uh that you know the producers and directors and, and writers definitely knew their crowd knew who they were aiming for and overall knocked it out of the park when it came to that i mean overall from from this movie in general do you think at least do you think they're going to make another one absolutely 
I, I think the, so there was actually an interview that talked about that. Um, someone asked them, uh, are there going to be a sequel? And what they could, what they responded with, of course, it's probably the only thing they can respond with because no one knows. They're basically saying that if the movie is a financial success, and I think at this point, I think it's, I don't, if it hasn't already, it definitely will be, especially because of when you consider the Japanese market sales, that's where I think most of this money, this movie is going to make money from for obvious reasons. Yeah. And so I think, I mean, all the actors, including Ryan Reynolds, they have all, all would, including and the director, they'd all love to revisit it. And I think that's something like fantastic. But uh, and just in general, even if they don't continue with this storyline and say they decide to do another storyline just with another Pokemon in there, like it's, it doesn't have to follow like a Detective Pikachu part two, you know? I, I feel like, here's the thing though, this movie, I feel like the movie's main entertainment came from Ryan Reynolds. All in all honest, again, again, if you take away the Pokemon from that, you just have Ryan Reynolds uh, performance as Pikachu. That's where all the humor came from. The human actors didn't, there were a couple moments like when um, Tim mentioned like the, I'm pretty good at being alone at night. That was a pretty funny scene. Although Ryan Reynolds kind of like reaction to that, I think kind of helped boost to that. Um, I'd say for this movie, as far as like acting goes, the Pokemon, I mean, the Pokemon didn't really act except for Ryan Reynolds and like Mewtwo. Uh, well, I don't know who voiced Mewtwo, but like whoever voiced him. Besides Pikachu and Mewtwo, there none of the other Pokemon really did like any kind of actual like traditional acting. Um, I thought most of the acting in this film, like the they was not like the best. And in general, these two they're pretty young. I don't remember their name. Uh, something's Justice Smith. I don't know the girl's name, but Justice Smith and like uh, again, I don't know who the girl is, but. They're very new actors. They're very young actors. They're both like 22, 23. And I didn't think their performance was the best like th that it possibly could have been. But I feel like it's probably not entirely their fault. I think part of that probably came from the fact that these people like these actors legit had to be acting against nothing. Yeah, because until because the actors even said until the first trailer was released on YouTube, they had never seen any part of the film with Pokemon in it. And like, at least I know for myself, um, especially when I've read other interviews with movies similar to this, it's like extremely hard to feed off of something that's not even there. So like to be able to act almost basically to nothing is a very, very hard task. Uh, to interject, the actress's name for Lucy is Catherine Newton. Okay. Uh, and Pikachu was not Pikachu. Uh, Mewtwo was voice acted by Rina Hoshino and Kotaro Watanabe. Uh, Watanabe. Watanabe. Wait, is he? Is he? Um, is he related to Ken Watanabe at all? Dude, shit, I'd have to look into that. But um. I that, would do make, that would make sense. I mean, I don't know. It could be. Um, I'd have to look into it, but yeah, as of now, I don't know. But yeah, he, they've, they both voice acted uh, Mewtwo. I don't know why they did two, because I don't recall any scenes where uh, Mewtwo was a different quote-unquote age. But. I guess it made it, maybe that was the voice actor or actress for uh, the international airings of Mewtwo. Yeah, because I know for some of the like characters, they I got I think I may be getting this wrong, but I think I think um 
in the Japanese version, it's not Ryan Reynolds. It's another actor for the Japanese market. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no. I didn't know they wouldn't let Ryan Reynolds speak Japanese. I thought he was fluent. <laughs> I mean, I would have figured they would just use, like... Because they, they don't really... A lot of a lot of times now they don't dub um they don't dub like international movies anymore like they used to they uh a lot of times they just put subtitles over them um so that's so i guess huh i guess in this movie they must have i guess because it was a pokemon movie they felt that it was super crucial for like it to be dubbed in japanese for the like japanese market because pokemon is Pokemon's, I think, bigger in Japan than it is in the U.S. I think it's bigger. I also think in Japan yeah. that Pokemon have different sounds than they do in America too. They have different names too. Yeah, different names. Um, like Pikachu is Pikachu, but like um, Greninja is Gengar. Yeah, and like uh, Magikarp is Koing. Yeah, exactly. So they they are all different. So that actually that actually makes sense. They need to dub it exactly because then it wouldn't make sense for the Japanese market. Then that's fair. Um, that's a good and also point. and one thing I want to see because. It's possible because and if you remember in the movie, that Mewtwo is the Mewtwo from Mewtwo Strikes Back. I and I I love that. I love that line where they're like they Mewtwo escaped Kanto 20 years ago, which is right around when, you know, that like that first movie came like the first movie came out. And so I love that that and the director has even confirmed that that is the Mewtwo from Mewtwo Strikes Back and also the one that Red had met in the games. Oh shit! I actually did not realize that until you just noted him said it. After right when I now. heard when I heard that one line, I legit had the biggest smile because I'm like, it's such a subtle thing that doesn't take away from the movie, but it so it has such a it has such meaning to it for for like I, fans. I'm not gonna lie, until you just said it right now, I did not realize that that line that they said it. No, just in the context of like from the first like movie till now, yeah, I, I just didn't I didn't I didn't put two and two together. It came out twenty years ago. It came out when. Uh, we were four and five years old because I went to theaters for it. Yeah, same. I still have my ancient Mew card. Well, that was for Pokemon Two Thousand. Oh, that's right. They gave uh, they did give a Mewtwo. They gave a they gave a Mewtwo card. No, they gave an Electabuzz card for Mewtwo Strike for. Uh, right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I still have that too. I gotta go find those things. Is Pokemon the movie and Mewtwo Strikes Back two different movies? Because I feel like they are, but they're they aren't. They're two different movies. Pokemon the movie. Pokemon Mewtwo Returns is the first movie. Then after that, it's uh, Pokemon the Movie 2000, Pokemon the Movie 3, and then the fourth one is Mewtwo uh, Strikes Back because that's when you have... Well, first of all, that's when he strikes back. He dips He dips in a cave. <laughs> you know, he dips into a cave, hides for a bit with the... the I guess the... I, I don't remember the name they used for the Pokemon that were like brainwashed, but Brainwash Pikachu and Brainwash uh, Meowth. No, the clones, yeah. The clone, yeah, sorry. Clone, uh, yeah, clones. uh, clone Pikachu and clone, uh, Meowth. And then they, Giovanni gets in the way and it becomes a big thing. It becomes dope, though. Definitely, uh, definitely worth, definitely worth watching. So, something that I looked up, because after, after we saw the movie, um, I went to look up the Detective Pikachu, like, game, like, to learn, like, a little bit about it. And something that I did not realize was that pretty much the plot of this movie was, like, beat for beat the plot of, like, the game, where it is, it's, it stars, you know, you play as Tim Goodman looking for his dad, except in this, in the, except in the, uh, in the game, he, he's actively concerned and looking for his dad versus, in the movie where he legit does not care and i'll actually get into that right after this uh but like 
I was I was surprised that like, oh wow, they really just, it really is just an adaptation of the Detective Pikachu game, which was kind of interesting. And I think that worked because, I mean, let's be real. I don't think many people in America play the Detective Pikachu like DS or 3DS game. So adapting the plot, it's not like people are like, oh, I've, I've like, they're just adapting like the game. I've, I've already seen this. I bet for most people seeing this movie, it's going to be the first time they've seen this plot. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Uh, but something I noticed when I was looking at the game verse now is, did anyone else have a problem that like Tim literally didn't care about most of like what was happening when it was happening? He was just kind of there. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I wish you can go. All right. Uh, well, I'm, I don't really have a problem with it because the movie actually tackled some pretty heavy subjects. The loss of a parent, the absence of your other parent. That that screams childhood depression. So, I, Tim just seemed to be depressed throughout the entire thing, but learning to go on that journey with Pikachu and Lucy and live his life, and then eventually find his dad and have that happy ending. I mean, he kind of comes out of it towards the end. It's a little rushed, but I can see where they were going with it. Yeah, I agree with that because like. I guess it's also like saying like because remember like the whole movie he like kept saying like he didn't want a pokemon he never wanted a pokemon and then in the end he gets pikachu which is his dad as his pokemon it's like that almost like growth almost in a way that is true you know absolutely it was he was able to grow and accept essentially the love he rejected from his father and now basically, we're a lifetime movie. Yeah, and be, no, honestly, basically with that Pikachu, that that is technically his father. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Yo, spoiler alert! If you uh, didn't know, I should I should watch the movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I okay. I mean, I kind I kind of get what you mean, but I think it was just, I think it just might have been his deliver. I think it might have not been the fact of how, of what the character was like. I think I just didn't like his delivery of it. Maybe I don't know. I felt like. Again, I felt like maybe the the acting in this movie wasn't super spectacular, and I I think my biggest issue of it is because it was kind of rushed. I feel like that development wasn't kind of I feel like it wasn't earned. That's I think my biggest issue with the plot was that the stuff that happened kind of wasn't like fully uh, earned in a way. I I don't know. I feel like the movie may have been like if it had to be longer. I feel like it may have been it may have made sense just purely so that the plot kind of felt more deserved in a way. But that's, you know, that that's kind of my stance on it. Yeah, I mean like I felt the acting could have been better on the I guess the humans part, but again like I guess the humans all they had to do was just be a warm body in a room for this. <laughs> yeah, basically. You know, like it wasn't really the end of the world if they did or didn't do it. Like the act, the acting aspect of it, because like it's mainly about the Pokemon. Like that's what we're here for. And I think also too, if they made it any longer, it would lose the attention of kids, which is kind of like what they're aiming for. Because if a kid was to go see this movie, he's not sitting through a two and a half hour movie. Nope. Okay, I mean that's that's fair. Um, but the other okay, so the other thing too that I also kind of have an issue with from a plot perspective is kind of like the main conflict which in general the main conflict doesn't like come into play until like the i guess you call the third act of the film which is uh when uh which is what's his name clifford or that's his last the guy and like the the old guy in the wheelchair um 
uh, basically like uh, re- he reveals that he's the the villain all along, and it's not his son who looked like he was asleep half the time because he was wearing those sunglasses. But um, like m- like release that R, which is like the drug that makes Pokemon go insane, which makes them more susceptible. And then when he swaps bodies with Mewtwo, he then fuses like Pokemon and like people. To- he puts like basically the the people, like, the spirit of the people. Although, actually, no, he actually literally does put the body and the spirit of the person into the Pokemon. Hmm. And then they become one. My only, my big issue with that is that, like, I understand why he did it is because he said he wanted to, like, people to, like, you know, be the best versions of themselves and kind of, like, of you know, kind of, like, evolve into, you know, being, like, you know, Pokemon being, like, superior versions. Almost, like... I, I hate to use this comparison, but like, kind of like Get Out, but like not really. Uh, there's, I, I kind of, if you really think about it, you could make the comparison between the two, because you know how, what the, the movie that plots about and body swapping. But like, I feel like the message of of like being the best version of yourself and like that whole blending thing, I felt like that message could have been set up a little bit and brought up a little bit more throughout the movie. Because it kind of feels like the message of, of like that, of being the best version of yourself in a way, kind of wasn't instilled like early enough or even constantly enough through like the main thing of the film. Because it's very much like a family story or like finding yourself and kind of, you know, family relationship. So I did kind of like the twist and I kind of liked the, the his like plan, but I almost felt like I, I didn't it didn't make sense within the whole message of the movie. I felt like this movie, not that it had to, because again, it's just a fun little thing, but I felt like this movie tried to tried it so very hard to set up some big, some big like thesis statement that it wasn't very consistent throughout the whole movie. And I think I just, I think that kind of took away from it as a film, at, you know, overall. I don't, I don't know if you guys like have a different opinion or even if you even thought that much about it. Definitely didn't think that deep into it. Yeah, I really didn't. Me, de- me, me personally. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Try- it, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to find a Shakespearean, uh, Shakespearean a plot line and experience in Pokemon movie. Yeah, no, I I wasn't just fully expecting a Pokemon movie. A couple battles, maybe an explosion. That's maybe explosion. <laughs> you got the explosion. Hey, I got yeah. the Pokemon battles too. You got, yeah. Did you get, did you get battle? Yeah, battle. I mean, I guess you could call the Pikachu versus Mewtwo one a battle, but like, eh. No, that's not a battle. Yeah, I guess I got a battle. But hey, it was pretty cool. Pikachu versus a raged up Charizard? That's insane. And he didn't even use any of his power. He didn't even use any of his moves. Yeah. It's canon to the first gym battle. It really is. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. That's true, because Ash throws the bucket of water into the... Oh, no. He has Pikachu. Hit the sprinkler. On the sprinklers, too. Yep. Um, I'm thinking of another battle. Oh, that's right. Okay, so I'm going to make this brief aside to correct myself because I have feel the need to. The thing that I was about to say before was that uh, Ash threw a bucket of water onto Onyx, which knocked it out. Instead, that was during the episode where everyone was battling for who would like uh, who would uh, be P- uh, Togepi's trainer. So team, so each member of Team Rock and each member of like Ash's like friends competed for like you know to be the trainer of it. And Meowth, I uh, Meowth used like you know uh, tricky tactics for each battle, including throwing a bucket of water onto Onyx, which knocked it out. 
that is what I was mistaking it with. That has no bearing on this movie whatsoever. But again, I felt the need to correct it because it's all for the listeners. I don't want to be I don't want to be called a hack fraud. <laughs> you hack fraud. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I wasn't looking too deep into the plot of it. I I mean, I walked in expecting my, you know, a stereotypical Pokemon movie. And uh, I got that plus some nostalgia. So I can't really complain yeah. on that. I mean, like I said, because like, like I was saying, when I was telling other people about it, I, would, I literally told them go in, go into it thinking it like just like a Pokemon movie. Don't like think so deep into it because I feel like you'd enjoy it less. Definitely. Yeah, I think here's the only reason I think I even bring it up is because they spend. I'll, I'll put it this way: if they didn't try to, to create a thesis statement, like an overarching thing, I'd be like, fine. But they made an attempt to, and I think that's why I, I focused on it is because they tried to build something and they just didn't deliver on it. If they had not had any kind of like message whatsoever, um, then that would a little make more sense. I don't know. I wish. Uh, because here's something they could have done. They talk about family relation, you know, family relationships. He's not a, you know, uh, Tim isn't on great terms with his dad. You know who else wasn't on great terms with his dad? Like the, I wish I knew their names, but like, I guess that's how that's how well the, that's how important the human characters were when you can't remember half their names. But oh, the when, other guy, like the kid's son. Yeah, when when Clifford and his son, they talked about saying how they didn't have a great relationship. They even had a ham-fisted line at the end of it saying like, you know, I blame the son was like, I blame myself. Like, you know, um, I, you know, I didn't make a, a good enough attempt to connect with my father. And like, I felt like maybe maybe the main conflict should have had that the, the main guy, like the old guy was putting plotting. Maybe if it had connected better with like his son in a way, maybe that would have been, I would have enjoyed it more because then I'd be like, okay, this is a plot. Like this is a, this, this villain is motivated to do what he's doing because of his, his uh, stressed relationship with his son. And so you can see, or maybe if the son was the villain instead, because, okay, this is what the son takes is using his, um, the son is dealing with his bad relationship with his father in a negative way while Tim is uh well Tim is make is you know reacting to his relation stressed relationship with his father in a very different way and I felt like maybe if they had maybe if there was a, a much bigger duality between the two I felt like it would have been a little stronger again did it need to have a message no but they but they but they try to put a message in there and that's why the only reason I even bring it up at all um, again, I think we can all agree that this movie is just is fun purely for like the Pokemon and the visuals. Yeah, uh, you're not, you know, this movie is not going to be nominated for any Oscars whatsoever. Um, although uh, maybe in a visual design sense, but definitely not for acting. None of these actors are going to get best supporting or, be or leading actor nominated. Um, and it's definitely not going to win best original screenplay. Not that not that Oscars mean anything. Most award shows are bullshit. Um, but uh, we talked about a little bit before the nature of like a sequel. Like, you know, are they going to make uh, Pokemon the live action movie too? What's something that you guys uh, kind of didn't see in this movie that you'd like to see more of in a, you know, in, in the sequel? Gen 2. I feel like Gen 2 gets underappreciated a lot in the world of Pokemon. I didn't see a Chikorita. I didn't see a Scizor. I didn't see a Cyndaquil. Come on, where's my Gen 2 Pokemon at? Let's go to Johto. We can have fun there. 
they had did, a poster. We did see Evolution though. Yeah, but it was a Flareon. Yeah, that's not yeah. All right, true. <laughs> that's, that's Gen One. That's like that's we, a Pokemon we, number one thirty-two. Like, bro. We saw Magikarp, Magikarp evolve into a Gyarados. That doesn't make it Gen Two. Yeah, but like, I like Evolution. <laughs> but that they that did so harsh. Uh, I think one thing you were missing though is did you not see that Johto poster in Tim's room? That's Johto enough. That was a Sinnoh okay. poster. No, they had a Johto and a Sinnoh poster. Oh, that okay. Yeah, he also had a Perler Bead Rayquaza above his bed with Pikachu ears. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't I, mean I, I don't still miss my starter. I, I honestly think, though, uh, I, in just general, I think one thing I would want to really see is, like, you, you only get a brief view of it when he's um he's trying to catch the, um, the, Cubone. the Cubone. I feel like if they actually show more of the actual act of catching a, a Pokemon and that what that takes... Because I think I thought like when you saw the Pokeball, like the Pokeball looked so cool. But I don't know. That's just like my thing. I think they just don't want to make it violent because they know the fact that you have to have the battle and they don't want to make because it's realistic. They probably didn't want to like scare kids away because they're not they're probably not thinking about the the act of battling. And that's why they tended to steer away from it. Yeah, they tend to make the scenes more cinematic than because like, did you ever watch the the four like basically rated pg-13 pokemon scenes pokemon episodes that were released no the gun the bikini the porygon seizure episode what's the fourth one that well that one was a pg-13 that was literally because it it gave people seizures but none of those episodes the uh david you probably know what the the thing was on netflix the four episodes that followed the anime like the manga i'm sorry Oh, please. Honestly, oh, like you mean Pokemon Origins? Thank you. Yes, I was like someone okay. has to know that. Oh, oh shit. See, see, like... see, you didn't. You, you like you made the violent. I said the violent thing. No, but you made it sound like we were talking about like uh, the Indigo series. No, no. Okay, no. You just you mean like you're talking? Yeah, Pokemon Origins. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like like the the Raticate that like bites one of the Pokemon or something yeah, like that. Like Charmander's bleeding. Like actually. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's fucking rough. I don't know. I I I know what you mean. Yeah. So that that's what I was trying to allude to is the and Mike to catch you up. They they released four episodes of Pokemon where they made it like basically PG thirteen. Oh. And they, and they followed the 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 manga a bit. Like they referred to them as their color, like red. Oh, this that's red. That's blue. Kind they of follow the game more real, more accurately because in the games they're red and blue. Yeah. Um, that's such kind of cool. I kind of want to watch that actually. It's good. You get Rob to put it on the server or actually watch. Oh, uh, you, you can. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I was watching on Netflix. Um. Oh, yeah. I I think that's the reason they don't have any battles. Like, don't get me wrong. I agree with you. I would love to have the battles, because I think the battles are obviously an integral part of Pokemon, and it's the reason that we play them. It's you know like especially in the older games like we we were not playing Pokemon because we like we we didn't have a chance to do any of the aesthetic bullshit that you can do in the more recent ones like beauty contests and all that shit that shit came Gen three yeah uh, now you can literally play the Pokemon game and be like I'm gonna just be a fucking breeder and stop like Gen four and just be like I'm gonna be a breeder and that's all you have to do but um uh, yeah I would love to see battles I would love to see battles. I also low key would have liked to maybe have seen some cameos from from characters that we know. Like, was I the only one that was upset that when the people merged with each other that we didn't get to see a talking meowth? Mm. Oh, it was like as like a neat like is a neat like callback thing. Yeah, yeah. I, like I would like to see a, that as a callback. I would have liked to. Have seen... Oh, they could have got they could have gotten the voice actor. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he wasn't doing much. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they. I mean, I kind of just would have liked to have seen that, or like maybe like a Team Rocket thing somewhere. Uh, 
just to see because if it is 20 years from that original scene uh maybe put something from the current gen pokemon in there like a poster kind of like what they do with the Sinnoh league and the the others oh that's that's fair you know yeah. like just, you know something something like that I, I just because i think it would have been neat hell if they even wanted to cameo one of their newer pokemon in the in, the, in there definitely do it too uh, but just they had, they had, no no they had gen 7 no no like newer like gen 8 like if they wanted like a oh i mean they probably weren't going to bring in like do that like i think the pokemon company probably wouldn't have wanted that if i had to guess yeah i get i'm just saying it just because why you Fair. know like, no no i, I, I get it. something you would have wanted sure um, yeah um but aside from things i guess i want from the, the next one uh yeah like like i said the cameos and uh overall just like more i'll, I'll, be, I'll be on the same side as hirsch but not entirely i want to see some gen 4 i want to see I want to see some Gen Four Pokemon. Like, give me some of them. G give me the uh, give me the unnecessary evolutions of every Gen One Pokemon <laughs> that y'all did. Let me let me see some Electivire or some Rhyperior. Let me see, you know, like let me let me see some of that uh, because I think that would have been really neat. Like, I'm very like I personally just want to see Empoleon because that's legit my favorite Pokemon from Gen Four. Yo, that's my favorite one too. Because <laughs> he just he's just fucking goofy as shit. He's got so much ego for someone who's exactly five feet and based off of Napoleon. <laughs> um, ah. Or 4'11", I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I guess aside from that, uh, I guess more the shit that we also see in the, the games itself. Like, I would kind of would like to have seen, like, a Pokemon Center or a Pokemon. Just like, or, like, like, or, like, Pokemon Gyms or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say, and here's actually, so, um, and this is actually something I actually... Uh, I thought about uh, Raghav um, when you mentioned like you'd like to see like cameos and whatnot. I am very glad for this movie that they did not like they did not make the main characters like anyone that we know, like even from the show or the game, like like Ash or like Misty or Brock or Professor Oak. And here's the main reason why is because simply of like the live action nature of it. The problem, one of the biggest problems that I have when animation is turned into live action, although again, Pokemon's based in a game, but almost everyone also considers Pokemon a, I feel like the TV show is, has equal, like has equal footing with the games uh, in terms of like our memories of it. Cause it's, cause I feel like people like consumed both very equally back in the day. Yeah, I agree but, with that. But when you uh, when you when you bring it, let's say you were to bring Ash in, right? People are already going to have like people. People's opinions are kind of going to be skewed in a way because they're thinking, well, Ash doesn't look or sound like he does in the, you know, in the uh, in this movie like he does in the show. Like, you know, people. It might be a criticism of the film that people would kind of hark on or focus on, and it might kind of take them out of it because in their heads they're thinking these characters look how they always did, but they don't show them. Think back to any of the Dragon Ball Z live action films and how terrible they are. I've designed. never seen one. I, I I knew better than that. You, you, I, well, I, that's, I knew better than that. No, but you, you yeah, but you must seen a you must have seen promo nope. art. Nothing, nothing. I've never seen a damn thing. I refuse to. I, I'm not falling for that. I'm not falling for that sucker. Live action Dragon Ball Z movie. Right. I'm not falling right. for that sucker. I'm not falling to, for that sucker shit. <laughs> all right. To make to make my point. Uh, to make my point. They. All right. So if you don't know, they made a live. Yeah, I, know, I know they did yeah. i know they made a bunch i'm, I'm saying I, I refuse to look at any material from it look there are two live action movies that we don't speak about so and they're both okay. based off anime all right so all right so to, to make my point pretend my point think of in a fictional universe a live action dragon ball z movie existed what was one of people's biggest problems with it is that not only is that the characters looked nothing 
like they did in the anime or the manga. And that was actually something that people harked on. Their yeah. personalities were also terrible too. So they didn't get any part of the character correct. And that's a big problem. With, with by bringing in like, you know, Tim Goodman from Detective Pikachu the game, they don't gotta worry about that because no one gave a shit about Tim Goodman in the Pokemon in the Pokemon game. Tim Goodman looks nothing like he does in the movie, looks nothing like he does in the game, but no one gives a shit whatsoever. But yeah. I, I think, and I think that was important too. I think it was important to make the main characters original because you know who the main characters of this movie were? Oh. The Pokemon. The Pokemon <laughs> were the main characters of this movie. Yeah, no, yeah, it 100% is. Um, that's all they needed to get right, and they did get that right, and that's why this movie, I think, was as fun as it was. And Unlike Sonic. <laughs> I mean, we have not seen the Sonic film, and so we can't really judge the Sonic movie yet. However, we can all agree right now, the Sonic movie looks garbage. And we can thank the we can thank the Pokemon movie for, or Detective Pikachu, for looking as good as it did, because many of us here know, but many who are listening may not, is... Um, there's this artist and Raghav, I'll, uh, I'll look to you to bring up his name while I'm talking about this. Oh, uh, he, he's very famous for, um, making live action Pokemon, like making art based on live action Pokemon. Uh, you know, people like IGN, Kotaku, they've done articles on his work. Um, and he was actually reached out. He actually got reached out to by like the studio, by the studio that made this, you know, this movie and said, hey, we want you to be the uh, like, we want you to design the Pokemon for this movie. It was a dream job for him. And um, Raga, you have that name yet? I do not. OK, um, let's see if I can find it real quick. I will. Uh, and, you know, while, while he's trying to find that name. Just to go off of the the design of the Pokemon, if you, there was actually an interview with the director, not only were the assets all done a year before they even started animating, but they actually looked at real life animals to get the movements and the behaviors of the Pokemon. Like they looked at pit bulls for Bulbasaur. I did not know. That. I didn't know they also looked at real animals. That's that's actually really cool. I like. I like that how committed again they knew what they had to get right um that movie probably couldn't afford an acting coach because it because it poured all its resources into making the pokemon um and by the way that artist's name is rj palmer um okay i don't know why I, I, I definitely i definitely recommend checking out his stuff um yeah because it, it's like what he made with that like rayquaza like like damn that's that shit's legit yeah, this is some legit stuff. I'm looking at it right now. Like, holy crap. And it's crazy to me that he got contracted to do it, too. Like, that must have been the dream gig. Like, yeah, like, that's... And I, and I again, that, that kind of shows... It really shows when that you care about your property enough to, like, be... Like, you're fine with just re reaching out to Zara to be like, we want you to do this because you do it so well. That shows that you have enough... That you are willing to you know to not bring in your you're willing to bring outside people not bring in your own people because sometimes studios are pretty iffy on that like the like the the um the studio that's doing the that did the cg work for uh the sonic the hedgehog movie like we mentioned before is a uh team of people who used to actually be part of sega's uh like uh Se sega's like digital art uh or like like cg uh department and they're they they're great at making Sonic the Hedgehog video game cutscenes, but clearly not at making um 
clearly not at making uh you know uh studio film level animations well uh but no i think i can't wait to see i actually can't wait to see the sonic the hedgehog film just so, simply so that we can kind of do a deeper compare and contrast between the two movies because yeah i feel like there is def a lot of people when that movie comes out there are going to be comparing it to detective pikachu because it is i think it is the most successful uh movie based on a video game franchise it had like uh just simply because we don't have a good track record for it um like super mario brothers uh street fighter did they make a mega man movie or was that just that awful um north american no, cover for mega man one they did okay yeah they made a movie for and mega it wasn't man. just mega man one it was every mega man really uh, every mega oh. man is that a humanoid cover oh that's awful even uh, even 11 i think so oh they did a one for 11 yep they did they did because that's how they that's how they teased it and i think, lost I, their think minds. I, I think they probably did that just to keep the trend up i think they didn't believe that people wanted that but okay i think at this point it's like it's like a it's a industry meme um probably at this point but no i think overall i think the movie itself it's just if you like pokemon you're going to like this. You're going to like this movie. You're going to love how the Pokemon look. Uh, you're going to tolerate the plot. You're going to just go through it. You're basically leave, going to leave that theater thinking, wow, those Pokemon look great. Um, and I think the only other statement I could really make was how great was the um, was the movie's version of the main Pokemon theme for the credit sequence. That that really was a great like bow to tie it all together with. I love that. I think I think one of my favorite parts is like when Pikachu's sad and depressed and he's just singing the Oh, he's singing theme. that. Though. That shit was hilarious to that me. That killed me. That no, shit that, was great. Yeah, that was fantastic. Really, I'm like my only final statements on this movie would be to me, it seems like it's doing for animation what James Cameron's Avatar did. Like, if you watch that movie not in an IMAX theater, it's not the best. But the animation quality, the rigs, the detail is going to bring the animation world a lot further in. Yeah, because honestly, the way they animated the Pokemon and basically like the whole movie is Pokemon and have it so clean as it was like that's, that's honestly huge. <laughs> I wasn't sure it was my turn or not. Not gonna lie. Um. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with what Mike had to say. Um, in terms of the uh, the closing statements, like they did such a great job with it, and overall, it was uh, a fantastic, uh, in my opinion, a fantastic rendition of the film. I unfortunately never got to see the. You said it was a game, right, David? Before which which one? Uh, Detective Pikachu was a game before. Yeah, it was. It was a. Um, yes, it was a. It was first a uh, 3DS game. Okay. Um, and then they made a then they made a um what's the word they made a manga about it close to when the movie was 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 like announced oh okay actually i didn't even know that yeah i don't know i didn't realize they made a manga i thought it would have been a manga first and then the game because that's usually how it goes but yeah i mean i unfortunately never got a chance to play the the game itself or read the manga so 
uh i think overall as a nostalgia film it was pretty solid uh again nothing like game breaking or uh world changing um but definitely something i'd recommend people watch if they ever grew up with pokemon games or any form of pokemon medium whether it was the tv show the uh the manga the uh or anything really and uh yeah i guess my closing thoughts are as a solid film and i definitely recommend it so we we at the what's a tech team we give this we give detective pikachu a seven out of ten and that's something we definitely agreed about beforehand <laughs> oh yeah this was so not impromptu right now uh yeah i was gonna originally ask you guys of like to say hey what do we want to give it like a number score but like i literally remember no, I it right so. now whatever it, do you guys I, agree with a seven out of ten i agree with that yeah, I'd say seven point five, but yeah. All right, all right. So seven point five out of ten. That's our that's our hot take on it. <laughs> oh yeah, and also Pikachu is the father though. Pikachu's the Bye. father. Bye. Bye. See ya.